0: Like, it's all about building a relationship. If a kid knows that you care about them and you want the best for them, they're going to work hard for you.
1: Hi, we are Colleen. And Colleen. And we have made it our mission to spread kindness and make everyone feel like they belong. So each week we will share real life stories, motivating insights, and helpful tips that will inspire
2: you to live a kinder, happier life. We believe that together we can make the world a much better place. Are you in? I'm in. Let's do this. Welcome to the You Fit Here podcast. Hey guys, it's, I feel like I have the same exact inflection every time. Hey guys.
1: What's up guys? I'm CS.
2: And I'm CB and welcome to You Fit Here. Um, We're super excited about today. We say this every week, but we're really excited because we have our like very first original Mama Said tea slash Every Kind Lifer on the podcast with us today. Her name is Nicole. You have seen pictures of her children all over our Instagram. She has been our guest blogger and just all-around main chick in every kind, and we love her. Welcome, Nicole. Hey, hi, Colleens. So excited <laughs> to be here.
1: Nicole looks so cute. She has bubblegum pink headphones on. In contrast <laughs> with our super boring black ones, she's really livening up the screen. You guys look,
0: like, professional,
2: though. So uh, professional. You look professional. You're wearing every kind at every given moment I see you, so. What,
0: what else is there to wear? That's a great <laughs>
1: That's exactly question. What we want
2: to hear. Um, so she is just, actually, Colleen and I were doing one of our podcasts with all of our, you know, takeaways and tips, and we were just thinking to ourselves, like, Dang, Nicole, like, represents all the tips we give. Like, she's just out here living that way in all different aspects of her life. And she is a former educator. She is a mom. She is a the fittest human ever. And she's, like, down to try celery juice <laughs> <laughs> and spread all the kindness. So we were like, let's get around here. We got to talk to her. We need to talk about the celery juice. We can, we'll definitely talk about the celery juice, but first tell everyone a little bit about you. Okay.
0: Hi, I'm Nicole Main. Um, I used to teach high school. I taught high school for about seven or eight years, and then I stayed on working in education for a few more. And then this year I am taking time off to facilitate distance learning with my first grader and try out a little mommy Montessori room with my newly four-year-old. So it's a new adventure on the other side of education.
2: You have both ends of the spectrum. Yes. I'll just have to hit
0: up middle school at some point, and then I'll <laughs> check it all off the list.
2: Every stage of it. Colleen's like, what? I have kids Take in all head. of those ages currently and can't even fathom. Like, well, I can't fathom that, so. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Well, my sister, who is a principal here in Indianapolis, I was talking to her about my daughter just asking her some questions, and it's just amazing to me. If you have it, or if you were born for it, you were born for it. I wasn't. And that's fine. And I'm over it now. I was upset for a while, but it is just so, I don't know. I'm, it's, I'm inspired by teachers, so. I mean, especially this year. Teach, like, everyone
0: send all the love and all the DoorDash gift cards and all the things to all the teachers because this is nuts. I feel like yeah. everyone is a first-year teacher this year, and that year is gnarly. Oh, so.
2: I love Our that. district started today, and my kids are not doing virtual or any of the above. They are doing... um I'm trying to think of a cool name for my homeschool. Oh, yeah. You, you got you got to let them name it. it. Le- okay, that's a good idea. My kids
0: named it. it last year Pirate Booty
2: Learning School. Oh, I like that. Mine will name it like, I want a new mom school. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but my friend texted me and she's like, I was late to this and I couldn't figure out this. And I was like, but did everyone end the day in tears or were we okay? And she's like, it was a win. There were no tears. We were okay. I'm like, now imagine this poor teacher handling all those kids virtually. Like, here's how you use this laptop and read via the internet. No, <laughs> I mean, it's crazy.
0: It's hearing Ari's teacher on the other end. She's like, oh honey, can you mute? Oh, oh, look at the screen. It's just, hey man, this is
2: is what they got to do, but it is rough for a crew of six-year-olds. It is. So this is like never been done before, of course, and you're kind of meshing both together within your own home, virtual, and then Mommy Montessori, which I love. How are you handling it? What are any like takeaways or tips we can I mean, I know we all just kind of started, but
0: yeah. So I have like they're kind of at odds with each other because I realized I needed like a good schedule to have an understanding of like what we what both kid is doing at any given moment. So Mm -hmm. I because I was realizing there was like tons of transitions, and that is so hard for both of them, even when Ari's transitioning into different online, offline, whatever. Like, it impacts Grayson, too. So I made, like, this crazy, like, post-it note schedule for both of them to see, like, where certain things intersect and where they could spend time together and where they need to go apart. But then also after you make that schedule, be really open to letting it go out the window in the name of, like, peace and harmony in your home. Yeah. Because that's, like, the end goal for this, man. Like, it's not phonics. And that's coming from an English teacher. Ooh. Right. So... Um. I mean, my, my goal for this year is for everyone to still be happy and healthy and safe in our home and also still have a love of learning. I'm mm-hmm. lucky that both of my kids just like have like a zest for learning and love school and I don't want them to come out of this year being like, school sucks. So I'm trying to put the least amount of pressure and the most amount of fun as possible. Like For example, Ari said her stomach hurt this morning and so I called her out of school which was weird because I called her out and she was still in my house and she wasn't in my house anyway. Um, and 20 minutes later, she joined us in the you know preschool classroom and that's fine. I don't think pushing her to do it was, would have been the right call. So just all, all of the systems in place, but then letting them go out the window if they need to.
2: I think that's so good. Especially what you said about wanting them to still love learning. Yes. Because this year could very easily stress kids out to the point of now I hate school. I hate school. I dread going. Cause that moment happens so often in kids where there's like one bad experience or one bad class or some kid at school that made their life horrible or whatever. And then suddenly they just lose this love of learning. And then we hope that they, we always push as us as adults, don't stop learning. Don't stop learning. Like it's so exciting to learn again because we actually want to. But as a kid, when you're forced to, or something's going wrong in that setting, it sucks. It doesn't feel
0: good. No. And what I noticed in the spring with Ari, um, like, I could have all the patients in the world for 36, 17-year-olds. I had, like, the shortest amount of patients for my own kid. And so I was like, okay, I need to not do that, because that's going to make this awful.
2: hmm
0: so I know whatever I'm feeling is going to, she's going to
1: s- soak it up. Well, and what you said about throw it all out the window, if you must, for joy and harmony. That's just like exactly what CB and I talk about every day about the world. We're trying yeah. to teach, I mean, whoever is um, I brave enough to follow us. Is that the right word? Lucky enough, I don't know. Lucky enough, but those are our students, and we that at the end of the day, that is obviously the goal. But we feel like we have so much to learn and teach, and so I love, I love you saying that. okay and I remembered it one minute later.
2: Yes, excellent. Yeah, I love it. I think the other big takeaway is that these kids, I you know, you see all this mom support and stuff, and it's like oh, first day of virtual learning, you guys can do it and like amp each other up. And I'm like, what about these poor kids who literally their life? Like they are now flipping everything that they know on its head and transitioning. And where is all their praise? Like these poor little beings, like call it acting out or call it being grumpy or upset. Like my little one right now is having a, having a day. (laughs) And I'm like, you know what? He's been glued to his brother's hip for, like, six months, and they can't stand each other today, and they need some time apart and some one-on-one attention, and so, like, are we paying attention to our children, and, like, are we giving them enough credit for all the things that they are doing and adapting to?
0: I saw someone tweet and it made me feel like so bad and also so real. It said, when I feel my patients running low with the six-year-old lately, which is often these days, I try to remember that one day in March, without warning, we picked him up from school and he never saw his friends again. Even most adults would lack the tools to process that.
1: Oh,
2: yeah. But it's
0: so true. And so, I mean, we've been in this for so many months that I think we forget that.
2: Yeah, and just expect that they should, like, know and just go along with it. But yeah, their whole normal is not normal anymore. No. No one's normal is normal. No. And then it will be a whole
1: new adjustment period, God willing, when things get back to the way they were. You know, at least for my kids. My kids are in school, and they wear masks all day, but that's the biggest, I guess, hurdle that they have. Um, So it will be different, but most kids are not in school. Is your kids like the, like the day does the school day look pretty much
0: the same except they're wearing masks or is it less kids or less social or
1: yeah it's a lot less social and um there's a lot of changes but the, my kids like the changes and they get in the car and I have to remind them to take their masks off they don't uh, you know, they don't adjusted. get to take them off except yeah except to eat lunch um but that's that's not most of the schools in the world so yeah. For my kids that's a whole another story but for most kids like we expect for them to just be able to hop on and off whatever the world is throwing at them and it's it's really not that easy especially for kids and even for us so yeah keep it in yeah. mind
2: Yeah parents too and with the masks like I can't with my kid like I just couldn't send my kid to his first school like experience without like facial cue and certain things that I know comfort him where I'm like, this is just how my one child is. My other is not. And I need to like witness that and know what's going to be best for him because we're all going to look back and it's going to be like, Hey, we were in a pandemic and 2020 was just a dumpster fire. (laughs) And you know, did we just make it out like loved and, appreciated and taken care of hopefully
0: <laughs> hopefully
2: fingers crossed I'm not, I'm not worried about math right now I'm worried about
0: yeah going to like happiness. kinder or something the first time and if you're crying the teacher can't give you a hug like it's so
2: hard No, think it's so hard it is and it I think it all revolves around you know the kid because all kids are different and the school setting and you know all of it so it's different for everyone but that was definitely one of my reasons where I just couldn't because I well Ari
0: Ari's like an OG anti-masker she became really scared of masks when she was two Oh, why? And um, she saw, like, a scary gardener. She really loved gardeners, because so she loves our gardener. Shout out to oh. <laughs> Um, But then she saw a gardener at the park with my mom, and he turned and had, like, a real scary mask on, you know? Oh. And so since then, she's been horrified. Like, when we go to the dentist, they can't wear a mask, like, all the stuff. Uh-huh. So when this started coming on, I was like, no way. Oh, this can't but be. luckily, she has adapted to say, well, fancy masks are okay. So we have some, we have fancy masks.
2: I love it. Oh, sweet girl. Oh my gosh, these poor kids.
0: <laughs> but Grace anything. Grayson loves it. Where's my teddy bear mask? Let's put my mask on.
2: Oh my gosh.
0: And
1: that's few I mean, kids in one household.
0: All kids yep. are different. Exactly, totally all kids different. are different. But mm-hmm. then when we're out, they're both messing with them and
2: you know yeah.
0: pulling them down all the time, and they're coming off, and la 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 la. So. Oh. These these poor teachers that are managing that in a classroom.
2: Yes. So I think the bigger takeaway in this part of the conversation is let's all give everyone a break. Our kids, ourselves, the teachers, everyone is doing it how they need to do it for them. And everyone's doing the best they can with what they got. Mm -hmm. Yes. And nobody's ever done this before. I think we all need to remind each other, like, this is not... Just, like, happen every couple years here. Yeah. I mean, let's hope not. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, this should be the one and only
2: for us. Oh, my gosh. So how do you personally handle, as a former teacher, but now also as you being you and amazing, how are you handling stress?
0: So I feel like working out has definitely been key. I have a Peloton, which I love. Um, and I'll yeah. do the bike content and the strength content and the running content, and they really bumped up their like meditation content during. I tried it. This... It's awesome, oh, okay. and there's some trainers like you don't know, and like Cody does some,
2: mm-hmm. like
0: yeah, and they also they actually have lots of loving kindness meditations. <gasps>
2: We got to get on the
0: And they, they've also done like a lot of family stuff. And so some of them are family meditations. So they'll have like a rainbow meditation or a family kindness meditation. Like Grayson and I did a family kindness meditation this morning. Aww. And it's just five minutes. But they really do help everyone in the house with stress a lot. So I super, and it's five minutes. So it's like doable, right? You're not sitting down yeah. for an hour long yoga class. Yeah, But I do try and work out most days or like just take a walk and listen to a podcast like this mm-hmm. one, um, talk <laughs> on the phone with a friend, um, you know, things like that. And then, you know, realize that some days are just going to be trash and some days are going to be great and just kind of try to – I I am in like real life. I try to be more like, a, you know, a planner planner and now I'm kind of going more day by day because yeah. cause then like we had wildfires in California. So we're used to playing outside all the time. My daughter is going to a swim camp. Um, all of that was canceled and we're now even more inside. So all the normal things we were doing had to change and we had to figure out, you know, what would work best for those days. So it's just like, you know, things keep coming and we just try to roll with it and not, not super freak out about it because that just makes it worse.
2: I think that's so true. It's like expect things to not go how you plan them. Yes, and then be able to roll with the punches. I guess. Yeah,
0: I feel like that's my big like 2020 takeaway, because that's like not how I am as a person, <laughs> but I'm really trying to be. I, I keep saying, be. I keep saying, I am water. I guess that's from like an old like. What does that mean? Like I'm water. If you put me in a cup, I put I become the cup. If you put me in a pool, I become the shape of the pool. I'm just gonna flow with it. My husband told me it's from some older movie that I've never seen, but I Or maybe obviously Olaf
1: it. said it. He probably. That didn't. sounds like something Olaf would say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like he might have in his water. own way. Just water had... has memory it, yeah. of its
0: of its former. Yeah, cuz it keeps changing its shape. Right. So yeah, like, very, just like, very- I am water, I am not expecting anything, I'm not going to resist it, because that's just making it worse, I realize, like, I realized that maybe, like, April or May, <laughs> which seems yeah, like yeah. about 10 years ago. It yeah. seriously does. Um, and I'm I usually not like that. that, I'm usually like, I want to do what I want to do, and we're going to do the plan, and I'm going to really not be happy if we don't adhere to the plan, but maybe right. that's not best.
2: Is that how you were as a teacher? I, ch- I was, I was like
0: structured, but then in the classroom, I feel like to be a good teacher, you have to be able to like ride the wave of those teachable moments. So within the structure, I was able to kind of deviate a little bit. Especially, I had, um, I had a few classes with the kids that I would loop with. I had them all four years. And mm-hmm. so we knew each other really well. So even more so in those classes, cause there was such a good, like culture and relationship in there. And those Love kids are all like graduated college and.
2: Break to that? your heart. My dance students, when they graduate, I'm like, you don't understand. You're like my children that I see.
0: It's so crazy because they're little and then they're big and graduate, and all of a sudden they're graduating from college. Like what? How did that happen? I'm still the same age.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's right? confusing. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting any older. Well, I love that because when you have those teachers in life, like, did you have teachers growing up that were just that impactful for you that made you want to be a teacher
0: absolutely I had actually my first grade teacher was amazing I was just thinking about her today she was amazing Mrs. Facer she's still a first grade teacher and I was thinking she is probably killing this like however it's happening I'm sure because she was just so kind I remember my first day of school I was so scared walked into her classroom it was so beautiful and she was just so kind at the end of the year she made us like a watercolor about each of us Like, just, like, such a nice teacher. And then I I was in band. I played the flute. And I know, I know. I went to band camp. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so my middle school band teacher, Mr. Athade, was just a really nice, kind person. He expected the best from you, and he just kept working with you until you got it. But he also taught, like, no matter how good you are, it's more important to be a good person. And so I really, those two were good teacher inspirations to me
1: now the flute yes how did you how did you decide that that's the instrument that you wanted to play well my older cousin played one and i think
0: that was like an influence and then in fourth grade you just have the option to like you know leave class and so it was either like flute clarinet or trumpet i think and so wow. fluted
1: it up and you just like is it was it natural for you or i
0: i remember at first i didn't practice and so um I couldn't I couldn't do it (laughs) I just I wasn't practicing and then we had like a a test I think or something and so I remember being in my living room for like hours the night before like little fourth grade me like teaching myself how to read music how to do it so I could like learn how to do it and not screw up the test (laughs)
2: oh my sister played the flute and played as like a Really big overstatement. Like, she signed up for the flute, and then they gave you like the CD to practice with in your CD player. Yeah. And I remember her just hitting the CD player with the flute. That's not cheap. And my mom was like, nope, we're done. And so I then did not get to do (laughs) bands.
0: Because of your sister's flute rage?
2: (laughs) Yeah, flute rage was on an all time high. So they weren't wasting that money on me.
0: (laughs) It is challenging. I just, and I was yes. recently asked to play again, and, like, since I stopped in high school. Uh, but, and since then, you? I had... Well, I, I, again, was in the room, and I practiced, but I I got, like, Invisalign as an adult, so it's called an embouchure. And so my embouchure had changed, because my mouth had changed.
1: Right. And
0: so that was challenging,
2: but I, I was a... I pulled it off. Oh, <sighs> my gosh. I've always wanted to play the violin. Ooh. But, like, yeah. I never wanted to be bad at it and hear, like, the air. I want to be like that amazing dancing violinist, like, what's her name? Lindsay Sterling or whatever. You got to be name?
0: bad before you can be good, though. I know. It's it could just be a quarantine sound for you. so
2: bad when you're bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's nothing good sounding about no. the violin when you're not good at it.
0: <laughs> My kids just got a guitar and a ukulele, so we're hearing like a lot of that. We got family <sighs> band. Heck yeah.
2: Yes. Colleen has drums in her house, <gasps> right?
1: Drums.
0: Oh, yeah. That my, you're a nice
1: mom. My Danny is very musically inclined. It comes very. He 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 can play like the piano and the guitar and the clarinet. Oh my gosh. Can he sing? Yeah, he can carry a nice little tune, and he's, he's so like cute. a one man band. I really wanted him to do band. I mean. I know that the um, at his high school she's after him, so yeah. we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Do it, do it. Hate, he would. It would be a disservice for him not to at least try because he. Yeah, he's pretty good. Well, I one think. thing I did not like
0: about high school band is we had to play at the football games, oh, and yeah. I wanted to go hang out with my friends at the football games. Mm.
1: But, yeah, you know, you you go, you you win go some. through hard things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It made you stronger. Made me so much stronger. <laughs> but I—I I mean, I never really thought about that.
2: Yeah,
0: it was. Yeah, I had a different social group than the band, so. I
2: well, just never knew we would have such a long conversation about the band. The, the I
0: mean, Sam, <laughs> my, my friends really love like the flute thing, so they're really, really gonna love this.
1: Oh, that's I love amazing! It so much. I think yes. it's great. I didn't know that about you, and so I don't know. I just wow. Cool. I really like how Lizzo like brought flute back and
0: now it's cool. Like, I feel like empowered by Lizzo for many different yeah. reasons, but yes. especially
2: that. Um. So you mentioned you work out yes. all the time. Guys, okay. She is not just like, I'll work out for stress. She is the ultimate cheerleader. So why she was in the band and not the cheerleading squad, I don't know, because she is right up there every single day. I've mentioned in the past that I, I think last week, that I'm on like a Facebook fitness motivation group with Nicole. And literally, like every day, she is there to amp people up. It's like just funny memes, gifts, just straight up motivation, pictures, sweaty selfies, food she's eating. Like, she is your ultimate cheerleader to be like, dang, I gotta get my life together. <laughs> Nicole has got this, but her whole personality just makes you feel calm and happy and like empowered. And yeah, you guys, you gotta get in our fit group.
0: That's I feel I like need. our fit group is such a blessing during this time.
2: Yeah, because so like it's I have not,
0: yeah, you got posted
2: in it for way too long. <laughs> are you are you
0: writing? Are you writing the posted. Peloton? That's uh, no, no.
2: I mean, I did last week. I'm gonna because do of it. Your neck or just yes well it started because of my neck and then it ended because of my laziness (laughs) i
0: really are you guys are you guys hamilton fans uh oh i've
2: seen it twice
0: okay three times three times i never saw it until this it doesn't matter
2: yes it doesn't matter but then i
0: watched it and obsessed and the robin hamilton ride is is fire
1: no way. Well, so yes. I did those rides when I had, I borrowed a bike from my oh. spin studio, but I still have a Peloton app. So oh, I would do, want to maybe someday. But
0: it is such a, it's such, it's so good. The Lizzo <sighs> ride is also excellent. Yes. Man, I have a lot to catch up on, don't I? I feel like when I, oh. I think I've done the Hamilton ride twice already because if I don't feel like working out, I'm like, oh, go listen to some Hammy. Oh my
2: God. Colleen has that, like, in-person tribe to keep her motivated and going. I have the virtual you know What you to... need
0: to, yeah, check in. Check in with the squad. 2020 takedown.
1: 2020 yes.
0: takedown. Okay. Who knew that name for the group would be so appropriate for 2020? Appropriate.
1: For oh, this man. Year. It is so important, yeah, but that, though. Yeah, I mean, I really, I feel like
0: it really has helped in this whole situation. Like, just moving your body. I know that's, like, a, cliche phrase at this point but for both me and my kids and my husband uh, my husband and our nephew have like done a makeshift gym in the back and really gotten into working out there and the kids will work out with them or they'll come in the garage or do yoga with me or whatever but and my son, my daughter's doing swim and so it's such a mood booster for everyone
1: yeah because there's not a lot of things that you can go and do for yourself no. or you might not want to even if you could yeah there's you know. yeah my husband will always be like go go out go and take some time like where like, yeah can't go to starbucks not getting a pedicure yeah i went
0: to staples and container store yesterday and that was pretty excellent. i mean
1: what did i say cb last week what I'll is my want dream a gift
0: card to container store right like now. but
1: with a lot of money on it i need that's to what win i asked it. for
0: my birthday so i need yes. to just build it up and then when you have a project that's a great
1: it. idea. I think yeah. going forward, it's just going to be a toss-up between Container Store and Hobby Lobby and Target. Yep. That's all I need in life.
2: Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Maybe a couple other, but that's Maybe pretty close.
1: Mm-hmm. Container Store
0: just makes you feel like your life is in so much order. In shambles, yeah. It's just, or, yeah, like, one or the other. You're in shambles, but then it helps you No, meaning in like,
2: order. Yeah, it makes you feel like your life isn't in shambles when you purchase yes. everything. That yes, a facade. I got,
0: <laughs> I got three stacking bins for the playroom slash classroom yesterday, and I got them home and realized I should have purchased four. And there's literally a line around the block for our container store, so that that didn't feel good.
2: Oh Never my gosh! <laughs> Did you set up like a separate total classroom space of your house?
0: Well, so, <laughs> yes and no. So, we have this weird front room that is, like, we never figured out what to do with it. It's just, like, a weird entryway. And it's great for Christmas. It's, like, the Christmas tree room. We have all the decor. But, mm-hmm. nine, you know, nine, ten months out of the year, we don't have Christmas stuff up. It's just
2: <laughs> nothing. Why not?
0: <laughs> so, Ari, instead of having her, like, classroom in her bedroom, Is mm-hmm. that's her her little space. And then we already had a playroom. And so we kind of like transitioned it to more of like a Montessori look. Okay. Uh, But it's still also the playroom because they need a playroom. So the Grayson's so cute. He's like, thank you for making me this
2: beautiful classroom. Oh, I mean, angel. Okay. So I have to dig into this. You come up with the most creative kid learning activities. Like, it's not like, here's a worksheet, go do it. It's like, I'm freezing all these things in ice and then we're melting them with salt water. Or I am, I don't even know, but I would have assumed you were a like early childhood educator with how clever and creative you are with this stuff, but you taught high school kids. Yes. So, so- how do you come up with this stuff and give all of these parents, especially with the younger kids, like we just need you to have like a Facebook mom teacher motivator group too, not just fitness. <laughs> That'd be <laughs> to fun. Have, have everyone a group for this. Yes, share your secrets and your stuff. What do, so how legit, do you? So legit, my
0: secret for that is all these amazing Instagram moms. Like, I barely come up with anything I do with my kids. Like, really busy Will toddler you- days with Gray, workspace for children, like all of these amazing accounts share so many resources and then once you kind of try a few things they've done you see what your kids are into
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah so i just learned what my kids like like freezing stuff and so then you can freeze a million different things so right now i'm um, trying to solidify grayson's like letter sounds so you can freeze letter magnets and then as he freeze a he says, a says ah a says ah um i'm like i said i'm doing Mo- mommy montessori with him so that's all about um like following your child and their, and his or her interests. So it's a lot of observing them and seeing what he's into and that he's really into like opening envelopes right now. Like that's what he loves getting post in, in Aww. pre Corona times, his daycare lady was, uh, is British. So he gets, he likes post.
1: I was I was going to ask if you were a Harry Potter fan.
0: Uh, well, b- well, yes, also. But my kids don't know Harry Potter yet because they're not allowed to watch the movies until we read the books because obviously.
1: Well, that's what Ryan and I are doing. Yeah. We just watched the fourth movie. Yes. I know. I'm
0: thinking, I think this is like the moment to start doing it with Ari, reading them.
1: R- Ryan and I started when he was in first grade too. Okay. Does anybody care we- about this? <laughs> I mean, Ari
0: and I last year we did Lie in the Witch in the Wardrobe. That was her first oh, chapter book.
1: That's and awesome. And we went to see the
0: play, which was disappointing so then we immediately came home and watched the movie
1: which is fantastic
0: which is fabulous yeah so i feel like she's Love probably it. ready
1: yeah oh i think she probably is 100 it's taken us i mean he's in third grade now so and we just finished the fourth book so it's taken us two years to read four books but it's a good it's a good journey it is it's a great i can't i i could have a whole podcast episode about it honestly yeah. all the takeaways anyway I, okay sorry oh my god you should I think that's
2: so good, though, because something as simple as like reading a book together, then that encourages now we're going to go see this play together. Now we're going to do this and then watch a movie. You know, it doesn't have to end with like, let's just get through this book tonight. You can take the simplest thing and turn it into all these other different learning opportunities if they are interested in it. Yeah.
1: You just have to pray they are but then it opens With, so many and doors just follow
2: their lead like. oh,
1: yeah if
0: they're not you move on to the next yeah until they until they attach to something
1: yeah anything harry potter ryan loves so legos for his birthday or like he has this hogwarts bean bag or i made him a one of my favorite albus dumbledore quotes i made it into an awesome big print for his room for christmas last year and framed it he just yes. like he eats it up and i just feel like he is my son and that that's how happy.
0: Becky and her daughter, Molly, are. Becky did a, a Harry Potter room for her a couple years ago for Christmas. And they read, they had read all the books together and listened to them on audio multiple times. So oh, very I magical. Love it.
2: I think it's when you said teachable moments earlier, I think that's something that we just sometimes take for granted as parents. That so many of our life experiences, like an everyday thing can be a teachable moment if we make it a teachable moment. So like going on a walk with our kids, like instead of me saying, don't jump in the puddle and get your shoes all disgusting, like let them jump in the puddle and then ask me about this disgusting worm that I don't want them touching, but I'm going to let it happen. <laughs> yes, But I'm not a bug lover, but you know, like letting them guide all those things. And then, you know, why, I think we were talking about um, rain clouds this weekend because it was about to rain and then the dark of a cloud and then it was lower and then it's like, I don't know, let's research it and learn about it together. And then they got this lesson on clouds. And there rain. you go.
0: And then they're because, into it. And if you yeah. need to teach them reading or writing or whatever, now they're hooked in and you can just say, okay, write three sentences about rain clouds. And they're going to be way more down with that than write three sentences about this random thing. And now, especially where they have, like, so limited choice every day because of this situation, wherever they can have um, choice,
1: yeah, huge. We talked about that with Rob, just about, you know, the end goal is Z, but you give them two choices that would be fine with you as long as they feel like they had their hand in it or their opinion counts or matters to you, then that sort of validates the whole process. And I've been working super hard at that. And it really does work. It's like a magic trick.
2: Yeah. Well, and I think it's like not even taking for granted the questions they ask you, like they'll be like, what is this? And I'm like, I don't know. Or I'll just like scoff it off. But, um, that little question could open up a whole conversation to like endless stuff. If I would give it some depth and like some weight, instead of it just being an obnoxious question to answer. Right. You know, if we can like appreciate those little questions and then like listen for those cues as parents and especially parents now trying to teach and help their kids learn, like those are the cues that are gonna get us these experiences. My older son said he's like, I wanna start a business. And I was like Okay, let's start a business. What do you want to do? Well, I wanna sell stuff on a website. Like he was and I'm like, Okay. And now that is going to be part of our whole learning this year because I can incorporate I mean, everything into this. If he's you're interested. You're
0: doing you're doing project-based learning.
1: PBL. Uh, yeah, people don't normally do that till college.
0: You're like, you're on <laughs> the forefront of education right there. And how well, cool
1: that he like what he wants to be like, "Mom."
2: Yeah.
0: That's so sweet. Yeah. And it. he's
2: like, "I need a uh, I need to send Colleen um, she's going to make my logo. Right. So like, here's my ideas. And now I need, <laughs> and I'm like, yes, this is outsourcing.
1: <laughs> yeah. He, he needs to send me those. We talked about this last week. Well, but and-
2: well, he keeps saying we need to start. We need to start. And I'm like, little does he know, this is going to be part of school. Person, right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no,
1: of just don't, don't ever tell him.
2: No, this is you just call it enjoying school. and learning it.
1: Yeah. That's so yeah. cool.
2: Follow that lead and like incorporate that stuff. And they love getting mail. So I'm like, okay, instead of doing a handwriting worksheet, we're going to write postcards to people, you know, like do these yeah. things that they love because anything that your kid loves, you can find a way to turn it into a teaching moment.
0: Totally. Especially right? when they're little like this and they can't see through our tricks.
2: So what do you do when you have those older kids? Like you taught the older ones, like Woody, I'm sure there's students like me who just like memorized everything to get an A and move on. And then there were kids who just didn't want to be there at all. And how do you find that like common ground with older kids, especially who see through all of the magic that
0: it's all it's, I feel like it, it all boils down to like building good relationships so I, I heard a lot of parents over this because we've started school already here in California for a few weeks now. And a lot of parents are like, what what are they doing on Zoom this first week? They're not doing anything. I'm like, They wouldn't be doing anything, quote unquote, in the classroom either. Like when I had seniors, we'd be playing a name game the first few days. Like it's all about building a relationship. If a kid knows that you care about them and you want the best for them, they're going to work hard for you. You know, it's not always going to end with like, most pristine, perfect academic result. But I feel like if they feel good in your classroom and they some days try their best, that's kind of all you can ask for. And then of course, making it as engaging as possible. um, Not just handing out worksheets every day.
2: Yeah. And building that trust. Yeah. That's with my dance students. I just try to get on their level and I'm like, I'm not going to talk to you like your grandma. I'm going to talk to you like your peer, which. Might be a little shocking for some kids, but, you know, like, how are you feeling? What happened? And I'll never forget one of my students said, adults just don't want to listen to us because they just immediately say, oh, this younger entitled generation and kind of scoff everything off that like our problems aren't real problems because they had it so much harder when they had to walk five miles in the snow (laughs) and whatever. And she's like, they don't listen. And it's really hard to be around even my own parents or other adults, educators who don't want to listen to me and build that relationship. And I think that's such a big thing that we want everyone to feel respected in life, like respect each other. But sometimes we don't respect younger kids like kids and teenagers we're not showing them the same respect that we would want as an adult just because they are not seen as an adult yet yeah and even
0: it's we perceive their problems as small but we just have to remember that they feel their problems big so like that's real it's real to them and even with our littler kids like with you know they feel that their problem is really big so like we have to treat it that way or else they're not gonna they're gonna shut down
2: Yeah, and once they shut down, like, that sucks. Yeah. yeah. And especially being a high school teacher, you know, they could have a great experience with one subject or one teacher and then a bad one with another. And so then how do you pull kids out of that? Even if it were like they came from a different class and they felt, you know, not seen or heard or understood. And then they come to you, like, how can we break people out of that? mentality where they are shut down even adults nowadays like with everything going on in our society with politics and chaos and covid and whatever when people shut down it's like it's just awful and i do it i'm guilty of it where i'm just like i can't like i'm done i need to stop and i don't want to talk about it to anyone and then that, that never leads anywhere good no like when
0: my never. with my kids i, I have a I, I taught um academic support class and so Some kids would be getting in trouble in class and, you know, or whatever. And either perceived or real would have some, some clashes in class. And so they'd come to my classroom and I would try to like first let them vent. Mm -hmm. Then we'd pause and then we'd problem solve and then we'd act. And I would try to not let them leave the classroom without like either doing something or having a plan. And then I would circle back the next day instead of just like, just being like, oh, this sucks. This is the worst. Like, okay. Yeah. But like, what can we do to make it a little bit better and to try to teach them the coping skills, because you're not going to have, you know, amazing, shiny rainbow teachers all the time or Mm -hmm. bosses, you know, Mm -hmm. you're going to parents or parents. Yeah. So you got it. You got to figure out at the end of the day on your own, how you're going to cope and manage. So that's really what I try to, you know, teach my kids those type of skills, the coping and the grit and growth mindset and all of those things that are going to help them be successful human beings
2: that's so cool and don't you see right now in our like society with COVID and stuff how many adults need those tools yes because yes a lot of people aren't coping well right now no and like can't process and like have a mindset where like we I can do this I can get through this it's white flag. I hate my life. 2020 can suck it, which totally, I get it. But
0: now what? Exactly. Now what? We have to make like, we can't, we can't let this whole year just be terrible. And that's the end of the story. Like there can be good stuff within this year and in our homes for sure.
2: I love that. And I love that you're teaching kids that, especially young adults to go out into the world and think that way and feel, seen and understood and that they have the power to problem solve themselves and with other people who want to listen to them.
1: Yeah. I love, I appreciate you sharing that because, you know, I have two teenagers and within the last couple of weeks, I've been working really, really hard with Connor. He's 16. Um, He, he told me that something that another adult told him was when he's not getting what he wants from me. The best thing to do is to assess what is his goal like what does he want to get from me and then communicate that to me and, and if if it goes bad like start over and ah. so this this weekend we've been we've really been working on it in our own way but he said can I go to so-and-so's house and I said well who all is going to be there and he's like why do you why do you have to tweak out and I was like uh. Today, I'm just gonna walk I'm just gonna walk away because this is where nothing anything that I'm gonna say to you is not so I went upstairs into the girls' room and I was doing laundry and he came in and he sat down and he's like I'm really sorry I reacted like that. Let's start over. My goal is to go to Ben's. What do you need from me? I was like, Well, for starters, who all is going to be there? And then <laughs> we start question. over. And I have to do the same thing and I have to apologize if I react in a bad way. But it got to, it's taken a long time for me to even want to have a, a good relationship because he's, it's, it, teenagers can be really, really hard. And they're definitely the hardest for their parents at home. I know that yes. for sure. Yes. But so teachers like you can make such an impact because I just know for a fact that there are certain teachers or adults that he trusts that have helped us without me really even knowing.
0: Yeah. they I mean, when you're, you don't, your parents don't know anything. You know, your teachers. Your teachers know things sometimes and your parents don't and I I've written home before and oh, your son is such a pleasure to have in class. This happened today, this is awesome. And parents have been like, What are you talking about? Like, I'm so yeah. glad he's nice for you. Like they're shocked. So I mean Yeah, yeah it, it can it can be a, a journey with the with the teens.
1: <laughs> a journey. Yeah. A journey. I don't think I packed enough stuff in my bag for this journey. That's <laughs> medication
2: it would be so nice to have I'm sure it's out there and I don't know I don't have teenagers but groups to help parents like oh yeah learn these things and support parents because you know when you said CS like it's taking me a long time or whatever to even want to have the conversation or whatever because it's I'm sure overwhelming and so frustrating but to have those like coping skills as a parent too of a teenager to I mean, I'm sure it's out there. Everything's out there, yeah. But you know, how to have I'm, some of those tips to.
0: I remember seeing on um, Real Housewives of um, Beverly Hills, maybe I'm not sure which one, <laughs> where they had they brought in like a teenage whisperer, and she was kind of like a parenting coach. I mean,
2: mm. I've seen every episode. I'm.
0: It was with I'm like not... she wasn't on it for that long. Was it Lori? Maybe it was either oh. OC or Beverly Hills. It was OC. SoCal, OC.
1: Yeah
0: and her daughter are older right? no she's brunette her daughters are older dang it all
2: right i'm gonna have to do some yeah
0: research. we'll do some research on the back end she wasn't on it okay. that long she had like something about jewelry lynn oh, lynn yes yeah lynn yeah Lori then, was blonde lynn
2: i think her daughter like went down a rocky path but now i think she's like doing really well in life
0: yeah you got some, that, I mean,
1: sometimes so. that happens <laughs>
2: anyway
1: that, that, that gives everybody hope to hear that I don't, I don't even know. know who you're talking about a real yeah. success story
2: <laughs> yeah totally uh, it's so true though it's like I think sometimes my sister advocates for children like crazy like that is her life mission and passion and it is so eye opening sometimes to just realize Colleen and I will say often, like, gosh, kids, when it comes out of their mouth, like, they're just so wise or so smart, like, they know so many things. But then you become an adult, and you just think like, well, I know everything and whatever, even though I don't believe we think we know everything, but a lot of people do. But the same with teenagers, like, having that openness and respect just as humans, like, Mm -hmm. we're just two humans. We are at different stages of life, different, whatever, ages and life experiences but can we show the same respect for each other just as two human beings who want the best for each other exactly
1: yeah it might take some work but I believe yes
2: Nicole okay she also is like the kindness spreading queen like guys she she is Wonder Woman Like, (laughs) yeah she
1: really is what did we talk about on today's episode Oh, just how amazing Nicole is and all the things the flute, she does in the,
2: <laughs> the flute, Peloton workouts, kindness. Yeah. So you spread this with your kids like crazy. Like you teach them random acts of kindness are great. You did this kindness tic-tac-toe board just because you wanted to create something fun for people to do. That was positive. Like you are a beacon of happiness and positivity and kindness and realism. I believe why do you, I don't want to say overdo it because you don't overdo it. Most people should be on your level, but most people are not on your level. Why do level. you go
1: so above and beyond?
2: Yes, I for your kids, if I could ever get to the point. I feel I
0: feel in my life, I, and I use the word accuse, but I don't mean like a negative connotation, but like of being kind of extra- <laughs> when I do things right and I mean there's nothing wrong with doing a little extra yeah virtual fist bump Mm -hmm. so I feel like things that I am passionate about things that I believe in I can be extra so I like to be extra about kindness I think if I can raise like happy kind kids then check it off I've done my job Mm yes so and I know that the best way to teach them to be kind is for me to be kind myself. And, you know, I just ha- was raised and try to be nice to people, you know, when I can and help out when I can and be of service. So I feel like after becoming a mom, I kind of became more aware of being intentional about it and involving them. And they-, they love it, too. And, you know, honestly, when your guys' company came around it was like perfect timing because Ari was like six months And so all of, like, the messaging and shirts, like, she was literally raised with it and wearing it. So it was kind of, like, a good um, melding in the moment.
2: Well, you are – we've said this a million times. You're, like, our lifer who we know, even though we've never met in person, but that doesn't even matter. And you just do it in such a way that I feel like you inspire people to just – be better versions of themselves whether it's fitness or kindness or education or just being a mom who's like totally real but knows that even though things might happen like i have the option to make the best out of what i'm dealt so we definitely wanted to get you on here to just talk about it but one thing we have to discuss is celery juice (laughs) yeah we do yeah we do are we gonna are we gonna share the
1: video of nicole because she shared it with me nicole
2: we should. Um, so, Nicole, I told you guys on the podcast that she texted me the other whatever and was like, very important question. Do I need to drink celery juice? And I was like, uh, yes. So was today the first day?
0: So today was the first day. So like I've been hearing about it, but no one I knew like really, I couldn't remember had like been doing it. I heard you talk about it. And so I like I read that I could do it in my Vitamix. So I tried to do my Vitamix like that was did not work well. Don't so you don't
2: have to, to, like, drain
0: it or it? Yeah, but it wouldn't it. even liquefy. I needed to put water yeah. in. It just was, like, a mess. So we have a juicery yeah. in town. So when I went to the container store, across the street was the juicery. And you can buy, like, five bottles for 20 bucks or whatever. And I know technically you're supposed to do, like, the fresh juiced, but I'm not going to buy the juicer until I know that I can, like, stomach this. Totally. So I bought it yesterday. and I was like, all right, today's the day. And I literally dreamt about it last night because I was so nervous <laughs> about it. and so i woke up and i pounded you told me i could do like eight ounces to start so i poured half the bottle and i pounded it and the taste wasn't that bad but the aftertaste was rough yeah when it's sitting in your
2: empty belly funny is i feel bad that i told you eight ounces to start because like i started with like well colleen and i both chugged it the first time but then I started with like literally like a shot glass stop because it I'm like, stop
0: what? it <laughs> yeah you, you, you are a extra. change
2: <laughs> I am extra
0: <stress-y. laughs> well now I feel like I can't go back
2: no no you can't
0: but do you so now do you like sip it or do you still pound it
2: I still pretty much pound it like I'll sip it a little bit but because I want it as cold as possible and if it starts to get even remotely yeah, room no. temp, I'll throw up so no yeah Absolutely. I pound it
0: because, yeah, the experience wasn't that bad. But then I sat I sat here because Ari had come up into my bed. So I was like, I have to go do something. I'll be right back. <laughs> and so I came back to snuggle her. And I was just kind of sloshing around. And <laughs> I was like, I definitely couldn't, like, work out. Because my original plan was, like, pound the celery juice and work out. I don't yeah. believe that I could do that.
2: Yeah. No, yeah. I wake up and I drink it. And then I feel like I get the kids, like, functioning and their stuff so that I – distract myself because you're not supposed to have anything for 30 minutes after. I, so, I gave myself 20 minutes today. Okay. Well, that's good. I'll stop. I just that. like make them breakfast or do some things to like just totally distract myself so I'm not thinking about the fact that I desperately want coffee or something else. Yeah. And then suddenly 30 minutes has passed and then I just carry on with my day. But okay. I'm telling you, it's like an addiction.
0: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep doing it. So now do you do 16
1: ounces? Where are you at? No.
2: I'm like... 12 10 to 12 it just depends on it takes a lot of celery to get that much juice yeah
1: i've seen her do it guys you have
2: juicers or juiceries juiceries places by you it's not as common in like not as california areas yeah so it it takes a lot of celery to make that that cup of juice
0: so is your is your fridge just stocked stocked
2: stocked The best pun ever. Um, I actually just got my grocery order, and I have, like, seven giant stalks of celery.
0: See, my fridge is so teeny. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the juicer. Well, you invest
2: in a juicer and a bigger a fridge. Better fr- a mini fridge. <laughs> or just, like, like a mini stock. fridge
1: just for the celery.
2: Yeah, that's true. That's a for 20 is not that bad. I feel like when I found celery juice, it's, like, $7, and then I'm, like, I can't justify it.
0: Yeah, $5. Dollars. The girl was like, this is like our best deal. And I was like, yeah. this sounds great. But I, they do have a little lemon in it, I think, to keep it from browning, oh. which I know is against the rules.
1: Yeah. Oh, I think yeah. lemon juice is not against any rules. It's not? Well,
2: it is in the medical medium. The medical medium celery
1: was celery. like, no. No,
2: just straight up sour. Instead said
0: originally to start yourself, you could do like ginger or lemon or cucumber to like blend it to get yourself going and then wean yourself off of it. Yeah. But I like, okay. I just like to go.
2: Okay, so CS is looking at us like we are disgusting <laughs> animals right now. However, she ate a salad with spinach today. You so guys, a to picture of health. Because yeah. she said yeah. when I first met her, she hates salad. She doesn't eat vegetables. And look at what you did today, Colleen. I know. I am very proud. And also, never say never, Miss Minivan Driver. Mm-hmm. You're
0: exercising mm-hmm. and eating healthy. I mean, really.
1: Well, I'm trying to eat more healthy.
0: All well, you can do so is try great. I've been well, having right. a lot of like desserts while in quarantine because like what else is there to do?
2: Right.
0: Yeah. A lot of a lot of non dairy Ben and Jerry's is, is going down. Ooh. I I've
2: Have had tried a lot the dairy free Ben and Jerry's.
0: The, the dairy free Ben and Jerry's is legit. It's legit. Like oh, the, I've I never had, like had it. Best. It's uh, so good. It's good. I had okay. to you know get off the dairy and I was really sad about ice cream and pizza. And Ben and Jerry's has made my... Wait, icing. are you dairy-free? Now I am, yeah. Oh, good for you. Yeah, it's here we are. Here we are. Another, we another are. 2020 I mean, byproduct.
2: Can't predict anything in 2020. Um, but now she's okay. just
0: pizza is fine too, so it's all
2: fine. I'm, I'm down. I think getting off the dairy is a good thing.
0: It really is. It wasn't working out well for me.
2: We have gone all over the board today. <laughs> a lot of topics i mean made a lot of topics. Okay. No, I do want to ask this question. Um, as two parents involved with different types of learning ourselves, how can we better help teachers during this time? Oh, that's such a good question.
0: Such a good one. Okay. So I feel like in general with teachers, whether it's like normal life, candy life, any other sort of life, <laughs> <Candy> <laughs> life. Like it's, I think it's best to like, Communicate things that are going on with your student, things they need to know, but not not try and micromanage what the teacher is doing. Right, give them the benefit of the doubt until until things go right. Because obviously, not every teacher is amazing, and sometimes things can go wrong. But start mm-hmm. off with the benefit of the doubt. But let your let the teacher know if there are special circumstances about your student, what motivates them, what demotivates them. I would always ask parents that um, in that. But with this with this special time. With a special, special time. I just, I, I have been really trying to provide a lot of encouragement for both Ari's teacher and my friends who are teachers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I know I have your headphones, babe. <laughs> Ari Friday. just busted me with her headphones. Okay, sorry. Um, and just like, you know, just little notes of encouragement. Um, I, I sent Ari's teacher a DoorDash gift card on Friday. Just like, I know you're busy because um, this is, this is, this is crazy. That I, yeah. I, I've said over and over again. I'm so happy that I'm just teaching my my guy and facilitating Ari because this is quite an undertaking, any which way you do it. So, just yeah. be, being as supportive as possible and letting them know, you know, letting them know what's up about your student is always the best. And yeah, that, and that assuming positive intents.
2: Yeah, and there to work as a team. Yes, like both the teacher and the parents' goal is for the better outcome of the child the same with me at dance. I'm like all the parents, here's my number. Like we got to work through this year together because it's different and it's chaotic and let's be a team. And then this student is going to thrive way more than if it's just like one person contrasting the other, you know,
0: teamwork makes the dream work.
1: What is, what is the main thing? you are thankful for it that will hopefully carry on after the world is back to its normal self? Oh, the main thing About I'm thankful the pandemic.
0: for this time.
1: Yeah. Like what, ha- what's the main thing this pandemic has taught you? Oh,
0: such a good question. The- I, I, so I think one thing that I am thankful for is even though in the moments it can feel like, Oh my gosh, everyone go away. I am thankful for this like slow down time with just my family. Yeah. Um, cause we were just entering into the time of school and activities and preschool for the little one and people were kind of being torn apart and I was sort of mourning like, Oh man. And I feel like I've been kind of gifted another year of like just that slow time with just our family. Um, and so that. I think that's going to be my takeaway is, you know, moving forward and we get back to normal is making sure we protect that time and that we're not feeling rushed and scattered.
2: I love that
1: love that answer that is the main That's thing the Main thing
2: okay how has kindness changed or impacted your life you personally
1: my
0: me personally kindness has yep. impacted or changed my life I think just striving to be a kinder person and surrounding myself with people who are kind like both of you and my friends just I think it has made me a better person I think mm-hmm. I grew up with a lot of extra kind and caring family members that I probably didn't appreciate at the time. Cause that's just what I knew, but everyone on both sides of my parents' family are so kind and loving and like the biggest like cheerleaders for all of us kids, even though we're not kids anymore. So now our kids, but um, it just, it just helps to make every kind of kind of kind of day
2: <laughs>
0: um, a better, you know a better day if you're approaching it with trying to, um, you know, share kindness with others and yourself.
2: Do you see what a difference having that impact on a child makes, you know, like how you just talked about your relatives and then now how you're that person for your students or your former students and your kids. And then that can impact them to continue on the cycle. It's like we need to not take for granted how we interact with anyone.
0: Yes, Mm -hmm.
1: agree. It really is a boomerang. So
0: we, got, we got to show, show our kids the kindness that we hope they will, you know, put into the world as they get bigger. And even now, right, on the playground, you know, when
1: there are playgrounds, so yeah. on the Zoom.
2: On the Zoom.
1: <laughs> playground Zoom time.
2: It is true. And not take for granted these interactions because already I've heard stories of my friend's kids interacting with other kids. So some are going to school in person and some are not, and them, like, you're not wearing a mask or who have you been around and these poor children are already starting this like divided well you're in school so I can't hang out with you and you're this and I'm like oh my god can we just watch how we're speaking in front of
0: I it's so yeah it's so tricky like as a parent because you want you need to you know literally protect your family but then also you don't want the kids can't really understand that so they're going to know. And it. even
2: at school, it's like it used to be the girl had or the kid had lice. And then like everyone figured out who it was based on who didn't come to school. Mm-hmm. Now it's going to be, oh, well, who's the kid who brought COVID to school? And then we all had to go home, you know, totally. Like, just let's keep in mind. Little ears are always listening and they pick up on everything, even when we don't think they're picking up on it. So like especially cautious stuff of it. We it's don't want them to pick up on yes like if we're gonna show them anything let's show them how to be kind good loving people and not let their little minds and hearts stress over this time in our lives that none of us can really control right now so
1: 100%. again olaf yes yeah olaf true <laughs> Control, what All of life's control. Teachings.
2: um total sidebar i did not watch black panther mm-hmm. however did you see josh gad's Tribute video to Chadwick no. Boseman, Boston, the guy who just died, who was
1: no.
2: Oh, he's crying, no. and it is the saddest thing. Have you
0: seen the little kids having funerals for Black? No. Kids? It is so. Oh, so I you've got the you know so there's devastating pictures that are going around the internet. It's a few. I'm not sure if it's the same kid or a few different. I didn't look at it critically, but one kid and he has like all the superheroes around, you know, and then Black Panthers in the middle. Oh, my and just, God. And then just tears. The boy is just in tears. It's just. I
2: told myself I'm going to watch that movie this weekend. Um, Banyan, who is one of our, like, brand reps, and they were in our Let's Read Normal campaign, she posted the sweetest thing saying, like, he gave him, showed him what a black superhero looked like, and that was his favorite costume, and he wore it all the time. And I'm like, oh, devastating. It's-
0: Anyways. Uh-huh. I saw a, I saw a drawing of Kobe, yes, um, Black Panther, Naya Rivera, and so, someone I didn't realize had passed away from RuPaul's Drag yeah, Race. Yeah,
2: uh, she she uh what's her name? Chichi. Yeah.
0: And that's just about yeah. That's just all
2: the representation yeah. that those people had for people as real life superheroes in their minds, and oh my God, it's yeah. just devastating. But that is what made me think of Josh Gad and Olaf. So well, anyways, I'm going to watch that, right, when we when we get off of this. I mean, you'll cry. It was so sad. But his last text to him, that's what he was sharing. It was, like, so beautiful. And everyone should just go out and get inspired. We need to spread some kindness today that's right. and every day. But, like, right now is real angry and depressing. Mm-hmm.
0: As, as we yeah. move into September and whatever Cleggs oh, come next.
2: Take it Be Oh my gosh. <laughs> mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Well, if anyone and everyone, well, first of all, I'm going to implore implore you. Does that make sense as an mm-hmm. English teacher? What does that mean?
0: It's like, I'm going like, to get you to do encourage. that. I'm going to encourage oh, wow. and bring you along. Dang.
2: I feel real smart, right now, but not because I had to ask. Um, implore you to create some form of page for parents and educators with young kids with all the activities that you do yeah but anyways
1: i think you should have a blog a blog you know i I, I can look you know
0: i have got time on my hands now i've got some time i'm home
2: i think that's a
0: new
1: time thing
0: yeah i've been trying to chronicle a little bit more about what i'm doing with grayson just because it's more structured now so be sharing some of that
2: that'd be great i love it do it we'll be the first ones to share it everywhere
1: we'll rate it five stars.
2: She knows us too well, ladies and gentlemen. Um, thank you so much, Nicole. You're this, the best.
0: Thank you. This was so fun.
2: It really was. Did we record a podcast? I don't I know. know. Or did we just have a conversation about the flute and celery juice and kindness and teaching teachable moments?
1: I think so. Look for the look for them. I, I, I learned a lot. I sat back and listened a lot today, but that's an ode to you too. Yeah. I'm going to do that more.
2: I love it. right okay great guys if you enjoyed this episode if you try celery juice if you play the flute if you do any of these awesome things we talked about make sure you screenshot and share and tag a friend so that they can get a little you fit here in their lives
1: yeah we want to be your friends
2: up top uh thank you nicole and we will talk to you guys next week
1: thank you bye